This is The Playbook. Welcome to prioritization training. And, you know, there's actually three linear time uh, that we prioritize. And most people don't think about it in that context. But I think if you want to be on purpose and understand prioritization, you have to understand prioritizing your past, prioritizing your present, and of course, prioritizing your future. And so we'll start with the past. And what do I mean by prioritization of the past? Well, the past is relative and it's defined by points of inflection, by points of historical, whether they're ours or in books or wherever it may be, uh, meanings. And these are defined moments in relativity. And the meaning that we give those defined moments, uh, we then are capable of prioritizing and giving meaning to. And the meaning that we give it provides us the purpose for the present and the future. And so many people, number one, don't prioritize those inflection points. They don't prioritize their past and they don't prioritize the meaning of that past. And we have the power, the relative uh, nature of the past to travel faster than the speed of light, to utilize our past, to allow us to find more light, more love, and more lessons in the present, but especially in the future. Uh, the meaning that we give these defined points of the past uh, are critical uh, because in the present, we are limited by time. Uh, in the present and the relativity of our future has no defined points and no inflection points. It has no meaning other than the one that we give it. There's no interpretation necessary in the future. So I love to teach people to prioritize their past, to prioritize their past by giving it the meaning that you want it to have in the present and for the future by finding the light, the love, and the lessons in past moments of our life. So to give you an example, uh, you know, I went bankrupt in 2008, like many other people. And at that time, when I was constricted by time in my present, uh, it was probably one of the worst things, challenging, painful setbacks, mistakes, and failures of my life. And here I am, uh, 14 years later, and it is one of the best moments of my life because not only have I prioritized it to give it meaning and purpose, but I also have given it the meaning by finding the light, the love, and the lessons, knowing that but for that inflection point, but for that incident, that defined moment in my past, I most likely would be at least divorced, if not dead. And so now it's become a significant purpose slash meaning to prioritize in my present journey, as well as to prioritize in the relativity of the future, which isn't defined by my past moments, the historical defined moments of my past that can change only by the meaning or by the prioritization that I give my past to allow me to be promoted and protected, not just in the present, but promoted and protected in the future. And so 
we give meaning to everything we see and the relativity of the past and the relativity of future and the really the reality of today are defined by the prioritization of that meaning because the thoughts about our purpose, the meaning that we give our purpose is our purpose. We are not in pursuit of a purpose. It's the meaning that we give it from the past defined moments and then execute them and prioritize them into the present and redefine, re-engineer them to a bigger, better place in the future that has no constructs at all. The only construct of the past are the defined moments that exist from our journey or experience. The construct of our present is time and there are no constructs, no limitations of the future. And so we can escalate and elevate ourselves by giving purpose to our past, by giving the right meaning to our past, by utilizing and prioritizing the circumstantial de defined events in our past and other people's defined events and circumstances and events in order to create a better future, a better promotion and protection for ourselves, relegating punishment to the instant or a minute or a moment that it occurs in order to transform it to a positive perspective. And so we need to actually start by prioritizing our past and giving those most significant inflection points, the purpose, the meaning, the inspiration that we want to give it. And how do we do that? By finding the light, the love, and the lessons in it. And if we can do that, we will find that we will receive so much more acceleration and growth into our lives, we will receive an acceleration of what we want or better. And how do we do that? Well, now we have to transcend the prioritization of the past into our present. Now, remember, the only construct of the past that limits us are the defining moments, the defined moments that have occurred in our history books and movies, TV, into our own circumstances, events, and journeys. And thus, we need to prioritize those defined constructive moments of the past and give it the meaning or purpose that we want by finding the light, the love, and the lessons. And then by taking the light, the love, and the lessons from the past, we then have five steps in order to prioritize what we've learned in the past to promote and protect ourselves into the future where there are no limitations. That we can give whatever meaning that we want to anything because there's no defined moments in the future. There's no absolute uh, construct of the future. There's no 24 hours, 14, 40 minutes. There's no going bankrupt. There's no going and being abused. There, there, nothing in the future exists except for the meaning and purpose that you give your future based off of the prioritization of your past and your ability to prioritize the lessons, the light and the love in the present, which is a reality, a collective consciousness that we all share of 24 hours. And the best use of that 24 hours, obviously, is to be efficient, effective and statistically successful at what we think we want. So the first step of prioritization in the present to create defined moments for our future is to ask ourselves, what do we want? 
What do we want personally today in the 24 hours that we've been given? What do we want experientially today in the pursuit of our potential? What do we want giving-wise, production-wise today? And finally, what do we want to receive today? In the trajectory of what we think we want in an unlimited, non-construct future that we can give any meaning or any purpose to, and yet it will only manifest itself, it will only materialize itself, it will only monetize itself if we draw from the defined moments, the inflection points of the past by giving it the purpose and meaning within the context of the light, the love and the lessons and applying them to today with a trajectory of what we think we want in the future and giving and knowing that we can change our mind tomorrow. But today is a reality. It's a collective consciousness. Everyone on earth is sharing the same 24 hours. What they do in the context of that 24 hours determines the acceleration, the aggregation of the unlimited future that we all are given as well. And so you need to know what you want today in that trajectory. And we should be able to scare others with what we want as it is unlimited. So when I'm traveling on an airplane over the last four days and sitting next to people, and they're like, what do you do? Well, I'm going to change the world. What? Yeah, I'm going to empower over a billion people to be happy. I'm going to utilize the podcasts and the coaching and the speaking and the TV shows and the books and all the different things that I'm doing in order to empower others, to empower others, to make a lot of money, help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. I'm going to utilize all the content that I create to help people be happy. I'm going to create a collective consciousness of happiness and change the world. Now, if that doesn't freak out the people that just meet me, and if it doesn't make them think that I'm crazy, then I'm not doing my job of giving my future a big enough purpose or meaning. But if they ask me, how are you going to do that? And they looked at my today of what I want today, personally, experientially giving and receiving. If they went down and looked and saw my own personal reality, the activity I have planned, the activity I don't have planned, my sleep, if they look at the activity I get paid for and the activity I don't get paid for, nothing in that activity would scare them. It's all real. It may be very active. It may be very efficient. It may be very effective. It may be very statistically successful. It may be productive. It may be accessible to others in accessing what I want. And it certainly should be gracious, but there's nothing that's going to scare them or me. But if I look towards the trajectory of what I want today, personally, experientially, giving and receiving wise, it should scare the shit out of them and me because I'm working in a realm of infinity of more than enough that I can even imagine. One of the objectives I have in giving meaning to my reality today is that my reality today should surpass other people's imagination and my imagination should surpass my reality that I could even imagine. Know your what is the first prioritization tool. You cannot prioritize the past defined moments. You cannot prioritize today 
if you don't know what you want in a trajectory of something humongous, outrageous, audacious in the future, you cannot do it. You need to know what you want. The second step in prioritization, the second step of prioritization is know the who. See, once we know what we want today in that trajectory of what we think we want in the future, being able to change our mind every single day, that is a possibility. How do we draw more out of the possibility? Know who you can help and who can help you. This will help you prioritize because every possibility becomes a probability when you know your who. Take the time to find people that can utilize your capabilities and take time to find people who have capabilities that you can utilize. The fastest way to get to where you want is who? Either elevating others or elevating yourself or both. Meaning the fastest way to get to where you want to be is to help others get to where they want to be and find people who are already in a situation that you want to be in and ask them for direction. If you know your who, you will be along the way of prioritization because every possibility of your what will become a probability through the inspiration, the in-spirit, the collective consciousness that you create by formulating the who. Every day, the prayer that I give in the morning is my who prayer. I pray to God that at least 10 people come into my contact, to my awareness that I can help, and I pray at least for today, 10 more people that can help me. Know your who is the second, the second step into prioritization. If you know your what, you'll have a possibility. If you know your who, you will take it to a mathematical advantage of a probability. Elevating others is elevating yourself and finding people that sit in the situation with the capabilities that you want is the easiest way to get those capabilities. Now, the third step of prioritization is how. I use pragmatic, man-made, constructive time to be efficient, effective, and statistically successful in how to get things done. If I know my what, it's a possibility. If I know my who, it's a probability. If I know my how for the day, by utilizing activity, I get planned. I don't have planned in sleep, especially sleep. If I know the activity I get paid for and I don't get paid for, the how becomes clear. And I can utilize the man-made construct of time, 24 hours, by studying my time. By studying my time with a lens of productivity, of how much value can I provide, a lens of accessibility, of how accessible am I to all the people that I can give my capability and I can ask for capability from, and how gracious. How gracious am I to find the light, the love, and the lessons in all these activities? And looking and searching for that light, love, and lessons will determine how I prioritize it. Because I want to prioritize the things that feed me, not bleed me. My perception is created by the how. My what creates the probability. The who creates, my what creates the possibility my who creates the probability, and my how creates my perception. 
the meaning that I give things by the determinative factor of productivity, accessibility, and most importantly, gratitude, because I want to feed that which feeds me in the context of, in construct of the 24 hours that I'm given. I can utilize and define it by the inflection points to define moments of my past by utilizing that as data of what feeds me and what bleeds me. By the meaning and purpose that I've given my past, I have an evaluation, an energy valuation of the activity I planned, I don't have planned, and especially my sleep. My tomorrow starts today when I unwind for my sleep to put myself into a position to be more productive, accessible, and gracious, to recover faster, and to access more information when I wake up. I wake up at 4 a.m. because I have an unwinding routine that is consistent, persistent in the pursuit of that objective or that potential. There's no mistake of the activities that I utilize, planned, unplanned, and sleep, paid and unpaid, in order to facilitate the meaning, the purpose that is given to me solely by prioritization. Prioritization then occurs as the fourth step in the present. I know my what, personally, experientially, giving and receiving. I know my who, making the possibility now a probability. Who has the capability to help me and who can I help with my capability? I know the how by utilizing the attention, the focus in on the activities and the intention. What am I going to do, say, think, believe and feel according to the activities in a trajectory, possibility, probability, and perception in a trajectory of an outrageous, audacious future that is unlimited. Unlike the limitations of the past that is limited by the defined moments and the meaning I give it, not limited as the present by the 24 hours we're given the man-made construct of time and collective consciousness that we all share, but utilizing the what, the who, and the how in order to prioritize my now. What you do now gets done. 100% of the things you do now get done. It's my favorite statistic. Next to 99% of all statistics are made up. And 100% of all my putts in golf don't go in. But my favorite is 100% of the things I do now get done. If you do something now, not only is it 100% getting done, but there's no chance of forgetting it or do, or not doing it. We not only are twice as efficient with our time when we do it now, but we are twice as effective and statistically successful because the reason people aren't successful with the prioritization of their time is they don't do what they can do now. They're not utilizing the man-made construct of time now the 24 hours that you're given now, the shared collective consciousness of now in order to prioritize with productivity, accessibility, and gratitude all in the construct of time because this is today. Remember, only limited from the past is the, the defined moments of our past and the meaning and purpose that we give it. We are only uh, limited by time in the present and there are no limitations in our future. So the past leads into the prioritization of the present. The way we prioritize the present allows us to utilize the unlimited more than enough of the future 
to do things so that our reality surpasses everyone else's, including our own imagination, allowing us to apply our purpose, apply the meaning, and apply our why. There's four steps into applying the why after we prioritize. See, if you know your what, your who, and your how, you will prioritize now. Based off of the prioritization of the past where we have defined moments, finding purpose and meaning, and applying the meaning to today, we now apply our why for the future, giving us a promotion and protection, not punishment. So many of us are punished by the past and we create interference in our present to create even more interference in the future. There is no need to utilize our past or our present to understand or define our future by saying we need to get more happy, more healthy, more wealthy, and more worthy. The starting point of prioritization after you know your what, your who, and your how is to know your now that I am. I am everything that I want. I am everything that I can think of. I am happy. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am worthy. To apply my why, to apply my meaning and purpose, because the thoughts about my purpose are my purpose, to apply that, I now have to identify what I'm doing to interfere with my infinity, my more than enough. And we have the greatest interference called the ego. This is what creates and edges goodness out of your life, God out of your life, gold out of your life. It is the interference. And so we need to not only practice what, we don't have to practice who, we have to practice how, we have to practice now by prioritizing, but we also have to practice why. We have to practice applying our why. We have to practice applying the meaning and purpose of inspiration to the activities of today to create a promotion and protection in the future of unlimited infinity, of more than enough of everything for everyone. What does that practice look like of applying our why, of applying our purpose and meaning based off of the defined moments of the past in the 24 hours constructed what, who, how, and now? It is a practice of identifying what we do to most interfere with our unlimited being. Number one, practice identifying the needs that you have that are interfering or edge goodness, God, and gold out of your life. Practice identifying what that is. Do you have a need to be separate? Boom, that creates interference. Do you have a need to be superior? That creates interference. Do you have a need to be inferior? That creates interference. Do you have a need to be offended? Do you have a need to be right? Do you need have a need to be anxious or angry or frustrated? Do you have a need to worry? Do you have a need to feel guilty? Do you have a need to be resentful? Do you have a need to complain? Do you have a need to judge? Do you have a need to attack? When you make a practice of identifying what you're doing to interfere with your inspiration, your why, so it is lessening your ability to apply your purpose, apply your meaning from the past and the present. When you do that, you are interfering with the greatest source, the omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing, omnipresent source that is coming through you. 
You are allowing things to happen to you as a victim and for you in a scarce world of trade negotiation, a zero sum world where when you give, somebody else receives. And when you receive, somebody else gives and there's a loss or a gain included. Instead of a value add world where giving and receiving are one, and when you receive, you're adding value to that person, and when you give, you're adding value to yourself, and both parties are adding value to anybody that witnesses it. What world are you living in is determined by prioritization, the antidote to procrastination, and the antidote to feeling overwhelmed. When you live in abundance, of course, there is more than enough to do. More people, more options, more opportunity, more touches of favor that paralyze people. Instead of utilizing the ability to prioritize and saying to yourself, I will not be able today in the man-made constructive time, get all my options, opportunities, and touches of favor. So therefore, I will maximize my day by prioritizing what's important to me, who I can help, and who can help me, and how to get it done buy a great chain of feeding based off of the light, the love, and the lessons that we've learned from the defined moments of our past and their ability to find the meaning of those defined moments with no need to be angry, frustrated, anxious, separate, inferior, superior, resentful, offended, whatever it may be. In that practice of applying our why, when we identify this interference, this ego-based consciousness that gets in the way of what we already are, determinative upon by our past and our present, when we can do that, now comes the really challenging part. Once we practice identifying this interference, now our initial brain says, fight, flight, fornicate, feed. It says your main purpose is to survive. And now we have interference. You are at jeopardy of not surviving. Therefore, I'm going to resist it, outlogic it, outanalyze it. I'm going to go over it, under it, through it, around it. I'm going to lie to it, manipulate it, and cheat it. And that's exactly opposite of what you should do. Because if you do that, you are creating more resistance. You're accelerating in the wrong direction. You're not utilizing, remembering, and recollecting. You are not repurposing and giving it meaning of what, who, and how. You are getting in the way of your now, being less productive, less accessible, and less gracious. So after we practice identifying, applying our why of what creates interference, simply stop. See how long it takes you to stop. Stop being angry. Stop being anxious. Stop being frustrated. Stop worrying. Stop complaining. Stop judging. Stop attacking. Simply stop. Breathe through your nose and out through your mouth and drop to peace, to center, to ease. Take away the dis-ease and put yourself at ease. Practice putting yourself at ease, creating a baseline every day by utilizing the activity of sleep in order to effectuate a higher baseline for the day. Stop living your life like a tube, food in, food out. Stop living your life paycheck in, paycheck out. Just stop, live in abundance, live at ease. And then when you are back at ease, at peace, that is created by gratitude, forgiveness, and accountability, your ability to ask yourself, what am I doing to participate in this perception of anger? And what am I supposed to learn from it? Based on the defined moments of my past where I also have been able to find meaning and light 
and of course my present. And when we stop and drop, that then allows us to get realigned with what we want, who we can help, who can help us, how best we can get that done, and thus reprioritizing our activity that is constructively limited by the 24 hours that we're given today in a trajectory of an unbelievable, unimaginable, terrifying future that most people cannot understand that would make them laugh at you, scoff at you, and make fun of you, but eventually applaud you. I want everyone to know that when we're interfering with our potential, based off of the defined moments of the past, the prioritization of the meaning and purpose, and of course, the prioritization of the present, constructively limited by 24 hours, that if we stop, drop, and roll when that interference is creating a fire in our mind, our body, and our soul, we can then put out that fire by stopping, breathing, dropping, and rolling into what we want, who we can help, how best to get that done, and prioritize of efficient, effective, and statistical nature to be productive, accessible, and most importantly, gracious. And I promise you, when you realize that your thoughts about your purpose are your purpose, and you give meaning to everything you see, you give meaning to every one of your thoughts, although the only limitation of the relativity of time in the past is the construct of defined moment or inflection points of yours and others. And the only construct limitation that we have in the present is the 24 hours that we're given to know our what, who, how, and now. And the unlimited nature of our future and utilizing those in a conscious continuum, I promise you the tool of prioritization, the antidote to procrastination, the antidote to being overwhelmed, it will also be the rocket fuel to your happiness, your ability to make a lot of money, help a lot of people, and have a lot of fun. I'd be more than happy to send the prioritization guide to live by and practice every day. Please, everybody, just email me, david at dmelzer.com. I'll send that out. I utilize it every day. It's a saver on my screen. It's a notepad just to remember what, who, how, now, and apply my why. It has changed my life. Prioritization is the allowance that you need to surrender to the everything that you've been gifted. Thank you, everyone, so much.